Today is January 1st of 2018, the year of Didi. We are talking Yanks. There's not updates, but it's been too long. Wanted to get back on the mic, so let's talk some Yanks. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James John Boy, whatever. Well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. All right, how's everyone doing? Welcome to the new year. Hope everyone... Uh, had a good New Year's Eve and good Christmas and holidays and all that nonsense. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from California. I just got back from New Jersey, and I'm with my co-host, Jake, who's in Denver. Where'd you go? Oh, say hi, Jake. Happy New Year's. <laughs> where'd, where'd I go? Yeah, did you go Did you go somewhere for Christmas? We didn't go anywhere. We stayed at our apartment. We had our building's a yuppie building, and there was good people watching. Good amount of people. There's action if you want to be involved in the action. Noodle the Doodle Dog was around. We we had a good New Year's. It's that tough Midler state where like wanting to do something fun. I don't know. Going to the bar is not really appealing. And now there's like all these shows and stuff. We had friends going to those, and we're like, no. So. We, for like two weeks, we're doing a cop out like, yeah, we might do something, but like, we'll just be at our place. That's exactly, I don't really drink much anymore, which is crazy. I'm so hungover. I hate drinking. The last time I was this hungover, I went to a beer festival and it was Mother's Day. I looked it up. Mother's Day when we lost both the doubleheader to the Astros and lost both games. Sevy decided to be terrible and Tanaka decided he was also terrible on that day. And, uh, yeah, I hate drinking, but I was the same boat. We're, we're, uh, I'm 28. You're, are you 28 as well? We're both the same age right now? I think so. And, uh, think this is about the time where the New Year's is sit on the couch and, like, casually drink some drinks. Not drink. Do you have happy New Year's thoughts or sad New Year's thoughts? Like, is it like a birthday for you, kind of, or what? Why well, hate birthdays? I get sappy. Right? Everyone was tweeting out the, you know, thanks for following me on Twitter and what a good year it's been and shit. And I didn't want to send that. I kind of hate the generic Merry Christmas, everyone. I did that too, though. But at the, at, when it turned New Year's, I get sappy. I was pretty drunk. And so I, I sent one out. Nice. I don't know. I hate being hungover. Dude. Today, I drove home from Starbucks in complete silence the whole way. Yeah. And then I realized, whoa, whoa, what the hell was that about? Scared That's the, hell the other kind of thing. I, they, they got the college football playoff on right now. And it's like a really good football game, but I'm like not that into it. I'd rather talk Yanks. Talk Garrett Cole rumors for another month and a half. I'm so I, I asked for questions on Twitter today and I just said no one ask about Garrett Cole. Isn't that so crazy? The like just you can be burnt out on it. Even if it was the same deal that we were into weeks ago, it would still just be like, uh yeah, and it, it, I don't really like people like the radio overplays that song. I don't like it anymore. That doesn't happen to me with music, but this trade is really pushing my limits, especially when the new report came out. It's like there was one report that said the Yankees and Pirates made a deal for Cole. They shook hands. There will be a trade. They just don't know the exact pieces yet. And I was like, all right, cool. And four days later, Bob, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Capiche? <laughs> it's not Capiche. <laughs> I like that. But Bob Capiche tweets, the Yankees and Tiger or Yankees and Pirates are not close and have never been close. It's like, what the hell? Make up your yeah, mind. Yeah. I love. We'll, we'll talk. It's too 
it's it's too cold. When Giancarlo Stanton was getting traded that night when it was all happening was awesome. So much fun. And then it happened. That's that's the key part. Like it wasn't all for naught. The trade. Huge part of the fun of trade talks is that something happens at the end, and this Garrett Cole situation, I still think Cole's a good pitcher. I still would trade Clint Frazier for him, but I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind of, we're fried on it. Even Yankees Twitter has admitted to being fried on it. Yep. I said it during the manager search. At one point, I think I said, I think I tweeted out the day they announced they hired Boone, but I was like, all news is nothing until it's something, and right now it's all nothing, and it's not looking. And I, and Cashman's pretty good at keeping things under wraps. Besides when he fired, didn't hire, rehired Joe Girardi, and I knew about it three days before anyone else. John Boy Insider. Yeah. Okay, so that is our Garrett Cole trade talk. If you guys tuned in to hear that, we're done. Except we have some voicemails. It's gonna be a nice, quick, just catch up episode. Football's coming to a close. And the holidays are over now. And this is like, you know, the dog days of summer. This is the dog days of the off season. We need some news because, you know, as we were tweeting, like, what's this app going to be about? I was like, I don't know. Let's have the voicemails just kind of direct us where they want to talk about. But uh, there's not enough baseball to think about right now. And I'm and there's no structure. That's the big thing, Jake. I like schedules and structure. And right now, I just don't. When What's our podcast release situation? We're doing once a week, twice a week. When the season comes, we do two podcasts. So we're going to do two podcasts a week after every series. I'm going to wake up every single day, tweet out about the pitching matchups that are going to happen, then live gift the game. Like, there's a lot of structure. Right now, I don't know what to do with my life. Yeah, man. And I mean, to to build on that a little bit, NFL's been shot for like two weeks. I don't know. It just felt like none of the games have mattered. I, my dog's freaking out again. He's He's about to get it. But... No, man, I, I don't know. It's just like the holiday season whole, and we need – the roster isn't finalized, whether nope. it's a small piece or it's a blockbuster trade to make the second, third base thing a little more a little more sound going into the season. So it was just so exciting. The Boone news happened. Giancarlo happened. This ball of mass was rolling. Then Cashman, like we talked about, he kind of went – what's what's the right phrase for it? I don't know. He went Brian Cashman and he, you know, his offers are out there. If you want him, take him. So now it's like, okay, so we'll. Yo, the plane is still, the plane is still circling the airport. It hasn't run out of gas yet. The plane is nuts. Brian Cashman's been flying a plane around. Solar power plane. (laughs) He's been flying a plane around the stadium for three weeks now. Just looking for a place to land. Maybe no one wants his plane. So we know it's good news. I hung out with my grandma uh, over the over winter over um, and hi grandma, hi grandma. Hope you're doing good. But I taught her how to pronounce Giancarlo Stan's name. I just said John Carlo. Say just John Carlo, and that's great. That's a big victory in the Barbara Papa household because she still calls Giambi Game Boy. Yeah, saw Giambi Boy Jesus. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I saw Giambi jersey in the mountains this week. That was pretty cool. It had to be about that. How do you know it wasn't Teixeira? Yeah, because not. It was, what, did it have the name? No. Nah. So you just so you see 25 and think Giambi? Yeah. I would think Teixeira. I would think all of both. But uh, all right. Anyway, oh, speaking of jerseys, that was the other update. 
We broke 100 with affordable jerseys, uh, which was the deal we made. If we sold 100, we would, the affordable jerseys would be sending us to spring training. And we got it. So big thanks to the appreciated listeners. That was awesome. And they're good jerseys. And now you get a jersey. We get to go to spring training. We get to make videos. You get to watch the videos. We get to make podcasts. You get to listen to podcasts. Win, 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 win. Affordable jerseys made some money. Yankee fans got Yank- good, nice, cheap Yankee jerseys. And uh, we get to go to spring training. We are going to go to spring training March 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th. I may stay for a week longer, the full week. Those four days, we'll be talking Yanks days. Four games in four days. Three of them are home. One is away, but it's in Lakeland, which is close. So we're going to go to three home games, whatever. If you've been to spring training, if you live in that area, email us, DM us, just call in voicemails. Give us ideas. What what do you want us to do in spring training? I have a long-ass list that I've emailed Jake and my little brother, who's going to be our cameraman, of what I want to do. I want to do a lot. But if you want us to do something specific... If you think there's a place we need to review, go to, see anything about spring training, let us know. Yeah, literally open for whatever. If there's a hot Yankee spot that you guys think we should post up, if you guys, I don't know, we'll we'll do anything. Literally. Literally. We'll kiss you for five bucks. There it is. I wouldn't kiss you because you've kissed your dog's butthole. Come on. All right, let's go to voicemails. I think that's, let's just see what the people want to talk about. Here's number one. Some of these may be hard to hear. I will edit it in post so they aren't. Hey, John Boy and Jake. This is Elias from calling from New Hampshire. I was just, I made a bet with one of my friends if Greg Bird would hit 30 home runs. 30 home runs are over this season. So, John Boy, as president of the uh, Greg Bird fan club, I was wondering, is this a good bet? Uh, Thanks, guys. Love the show. All right. So, I'm president of the Greg Bird fan club. Are you even a member? For a while, you weren't even a member of the Greg Bird fan I'm, club. like, curious. Like, I show up to some meetings, but, like, I showed up to one meeting hammered and nobody really talked about it. And then other meetings, I come and I just say something, like, really sad, like, oh, I don't know, maybe he doesn't even make the team. And people are like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Get out of here. All right, yeah. Greg, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Trying to meet up with him in Denver like Dickens, but we'll, uh, I don't know. I want to, I want to hear your answer before I answer. Okay. Well, oh my God. Your answer probably has more butterflies than my answer. I'm already mad at you. Just, I mean, just from you saying you wanted me to go first, you go second. I'm mad at you because I know what you're about to say. So, uh, go screw yourself. I think you do. All right. 30 home runs from Bird. Yeah. It's a good bet. It's a good bet. Dude's going to hit 30 home runs. No doubt in my mind. He hit 10 in like 20 games last year. And the year, and in 2015, he hit 11 in 30 games. He's going to be healthy because he just can't. He just can't be that unhealthy and miss season. So Greg Bird is going to be healthy because you just can't miss another year with a major injury. He, I'm worried for his mental state if I say he's going to get hurt. So I know people are like, he's injury prone, he's injury prone. Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm not going to put that in my mind or Greg's mind, who's my good friend, because I'm the head of his fan club. I don't know what Elias from New Hampshire, every time I hear New Hampshire, I want to say New Hampshire, which is a weird tick in my brain, I guess. But I don't know what he bet. But if you're saying he's going to hit more than 30, I'd like to know the stakes of the bet. 
does Elias have to kill himself if he doesn't? Right. Then I think it's like, a bad bet. I don't want Elias to have to die if Greg Bird ends with 29 home runs. Well, heavy. <laughs> There's two things working against me. The health thing would just be so devastating if he gets another, like, fluky-type injury. I don't know. I almost want Greg Bird, like, whoa. I think Greg Bird's going to get hurt, like, once. But you want it to be like a routine injury? Does that make sense? Like pulls his hamstring and his misses two weeks, and then he comes back and he's fine. Yeah, and they're like super cautious about it. Hurt his hamstring, you know he's he's ready to play, but we're gonna give him an extra week, and then everyone's looking around like we got the injury out of the way. We're good. Times are good. So you're ro- um, <laughs> you're rooting for a small injury. Well, I. It's just, it's one of those things. I think we'd be slightly ignorant at this point. Again, I know they're fluky, but I mean, a huge part of being, this sounds like an ignorant statement, but a huge part of being a great athlete is staying healthy. And he he needs to prove that first. And the other thing that's getting me is I'm going to come up with a better term for this theory. For right now, we'll just call it Jake's sad New Year's theory. But like people are going to have to make outs in this lineup. And I, I don't know, like, now start doing this. So Giancarlo, you know, even, even if that dude plays 140 games, he's pretty much a lock for 50 home runs, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Judge, I mean, TBD, but, it, it, you know, guys set rookie records, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if Bird is a third, if Bird's a 30 homer guy, we haven't even mentioned El Gary, who's uh, El Gary. <laughs> Is that New Hampshire or that Midwest Chicago? I, I don't know. Like, that, the, the numbers just don't fully – I that being said, if it's a 20, 25 home runs, I would take the bet. So you're so, – And that – So you you wouldn't bet that Greg's going to – that Bird's going to hit 30 home runs? I mean, I would, but – All right, if Greg, <laughs> if, if Greg Bird hits – We talk about – can't talk about my betting. If Greg Bird hits 30-plus home runs – your dog's got to lick your butt. <laughs> we should nah, see that. We should come up with uh, better bets. Doodle's gonna start nothing. barking again. All right, let's move on. I think it's yeah. a good Elias. I think it's a good bet, unless you're put your life on the line. I don't know what the stakes are. You know your numbers. Your Greg Bird actually healthy numbers. Yeah. Do I have them in front of me? Yeah, that's what I just asked you. <laughs> I thought you said, "Do you know them?" And I was like, "Well, I know he's." Let me so see. the no is the answer. <laughs> Let me see. Bird. I'm gonna. I'm gonna search my Twitter. John Boy Bird projection. Eh. Healthy. They're pretty. They're pretty. Uh, good. I don't know, man. When healthy, he's on pace for like 40 home run season. I've got an interesting. Just interesting tidbit. Pace. Maybe that's so- the word that will. I can go. Okay, here it is. Bird has played 71 games in the MLB without a broken heel. This was on September 28th. So, almost the end of the season. Bird has played 71 games in the MLB without a broken heel. In those games, he has 18 home runs, 53 RBIs. Puts him on pace for 41 home runs and 120 RBIs. Bam. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, on on baseball reference, they have 2018 projections, which I, I don't know what they fully model them on. Oh, there's like a – so one of the last numbers on them is a re- reliability percentage on like, I don't know, how, how accurate do they think these guesses are. 
And the only other player I have up right now <laughs> besides Greg Bird is Josh Harrison, which maybe we'll segue into later. His is 84% likely. Greg Bird's is 54%, which sounds like a terrible projection. But, dude, they only project him <laughs> – they have him projected for 14 home runs and playing 251 at bats. So I I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's, if that's a flaw just in their system. Random calculator. Yeah, they're yeah. just entering games played and then projecting them like injuries aren't a thing. That's what you just did was read us a really dumb stat line. Well, yeah. My, well, here's man is two year two years of Major League Baseball 2015 22 year old Greg Bird. 46 games played, 11 home runs, 31 RBIs, 261, 343. The 2017 stats are skewed, but I mean it's it's 48 games and it's <laughs> you know we he has he's played 94 regular season baseball games. So like and he's the best ever. Let's see a hundred. Let's see a hundred in a season before we start saying he's our lefty 30 home run guy. I think he very well could be. But you gotta see a little more. Well, and I mean, it used it was it it was so laughable during, and we were talking about during the Houston series, and I, you, you know, when I can start running hot, I start running a little hot. There was there was an ESPN article, and it was talking about the X factors of each team, and it said the Yankees X factor was Batances, and I was like, this guy is not part of our bullpen currently. This guy doesn't have a role on our team. Never mind the X factor, and we were laughing about how different medias and how you view teams kind of shows up. And it was kind of hilarious with Greg Bird in the middle of our lineups because they showed his regular season stats. And it was, you know, 190 yeah. batting average, nine home runs. <laughs> you just picture Houston being like, wait, these Yanks are pretty good. What's – they like Greg Bird. He did what? There was definitely <laughs> so, a, a ton of fans, ton of people watching. Like, th- this, this guy's batting 110 and he's – batting fourth <laughs> in the middle of the lineup yeah so i i don't know man i he absolutely can i mean give me a hundred games in a season like start there you know all right so i think if i was if it wasn't me sitting here and you were talking to a, a negative greg bird hater you would easily be playing the other card promotion but you have to balance me out a little bit a little bit a okay. little bit next i mean the the dude's talented, pretty swing, but like he's played less than a hundred major league games, and some his te- technically his lifetime average is two twenty seven. Again, no, it's skewed because of the freak injury. Yeah, but like I I just have to see it. I gotta see it. All right, next next. Hey, hello. How do you feel? <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, so I can't hear this, um, voicemail. Appreciate the call. I don't know if it was the connection. I don't know if it was the connection or what happened. Did he kidnap someone close to us? (laughs) So ransom note. This is the translation that Google Voice gave me. Hey, how do you feel... Adams, I was wondering if you and Lisa location, obviously, I think it's about Chance Adams. Chance Adams in the rotation. In the rotation. It'll be a good move along with the Yankees. You need if you want. I'll try again. Okay, thanks. Goodies from Mexico. Calling from Mexico. We really appreciate the call. I think the gist of it is is 
Do you th- see Chance Adams in the rotation? Should we trade him or should we keep him? I wouldn't. Was that our, was that our first call from a Mexican prison? <laughs> oh, you got they got talking Yanks in the Mexican prison system. That's awesome. It's <laughs> great for us. <laughs> I wonder if anyone bought an affordable jersey in the Mexican prison. Chance Adams, you want to talk about Chance? All I really got is the Yankees don't hype him up, and they hype up all their pitchers. Scouts are split on him, so I don't come up and pitch. I'll be ecstatic. I, I'm not. I'm not locking him in as I don't lock any pitching prospects in. I, I don't like pitching prospects. I, we've talked about this a lot. I mean, not that I dislike pitching prospects. I'll never buy in to the hype about a pitching prospect until he comes to the major leagues and pitches. It, it's just very I, rare I think, to be a dominant starting pitcher. It's incredibly rare. I think the thing <laughs> – can I make your argument for you? And yeah. And then I'll make mine. Yeah, make mine. No, I think, I, I think the thing that you phrase best when we were originally talking about all the trades, this, that, and the other – was you kind of made a priority list. It was it was A, I think your number one was, you know, if we trade away a Clint Frazier, a Florial, something like that, and get Garrett Cole or Fulmer, that would that would be number one. Number two would be kinda go with these guys. If we need a six man, it's gonna be Chance Adams, Justice Sheffield, whoever else it is, Herman. And then I think number three was bringing in like the example that I, I kept, keep bringing up that must grind people's gears is Jamie Garcia. But like an old, someone who has MLB proven talent, they're going to get you some innings. And I think you had that third as your on your wish list. The, yes the, or no? The long man? Like that kind MLB? Of. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll Actually, with CC resigning, I think... Number one priority is getting uh, infield help, which we can talk about later. So yeah, um, so the rotation, I'm fine with. I would like another pitcher actually because injuries are going to happen. You're, the five guys, <laughs> the five guys we have are not going to be the five guys we end with, or have the entire way. Last year, the Yankees were the only team in all of April and May to only have five people start a game. For two months, there our rotation held up with Tanaka, Pineda, CC, Gumby, Sevi, and we were the only team that lasted that long. Now, as soon as the All Star break, it went to shit. Pineda got hurt, and what else happened? CC got hurt, but he came back. Whatever. We got we got Sunday Gray. Yeah, but rotations don't hold up, and it could be little injuries. It could not. So you're gonna dip into a six starter at one point. So I would like another guy. It, it kind of sucks for Gumby that he would then be a, a role player or something like that. I don't think it needs to be Garrett Cole, but if you have the extra prospects and he's available, I don't think you shy away from a good deal if it trickles down to you. Chance Adams, give him his shot. If if he is a trade piece, like if the Pirates, if anyone out there is saying, we like this Chance Adams guy, then I wouldn't be upset if he was traded away, like if a team comes asking for chance, I don't, that's fine. Take him. We have Sheffield and we can always trade for other starters, especially if we get a starter in return. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And but, I, I, I think, I mean, so let's see Severino, Tanaka, Montgomery, CC, Sonny. We had, so I'm, I'm going to make, Sonny and Pineda, kind of one guy. That that's almost a, a full year of starts. I mean, 
so outside of that, we had Jaime Garcia started eight games. Sessa started five. Caleb Smith started two. Chad Green and Brian Mitchell each started one. And so those were four, those were like nine, bullpen days. 17. So, I mean, outside of a starting five, I'm, I mean, that's 17 starts right there. And that was, like you mentioned, the Yankees rotation had pretty good health last year. So, I mean, you can almost pencil in a six guy for 25 starts. And I, I think in our heads, you know, it sucks, but we'd prefer that guy <laughs> to be Gumby if it has to be instead of kind of rolling the dice between Adams and Sheffield. But again, I don't know. And like I said, my, my trip to the stadium last year, they, they were rolling Chance Adams highlights. So maybe they believe in it. Maybe he's trade bait. I don't know. It, it would be great. <laughs> you know, I, it's, it turns into the in cash we trust situation from our seats. Like you mentioned, these are pitching prospects. You know, I'm, people liked Louis Sesta as a starting pitcher. <laughs> so <laughs> not you. Not you, but I'm saying for those this, only listening, yeah. big time head shaking for me. Luis Luis Sessa throws one hunt. Whatever, guys, guy. Exactly. I'm done with the Luis. If he's he's gonna get a start, the first spot start. I think I said this when they set the forty man. Sessa, Domingo, Brian Mitchell's gone now. If it's only like a one start situation, people are gonna be mad when it's one of these guys on the forty man and not Chance Adams because when Chance comes up. He need, he needs to come up and have three to five. You know, someone's out for a month or two with an injury, and, and it's not just a one start and you're gone. I think they're going to want him to come up and get more than a toe in the water. Yeah, and I I think it, it'll come back down to value again. Like we said, Cashman, <laughs> that plane just won't stop circling. So much so much damn lacquer on that plane. But I don't know if if one of the trades goes through and it feels like value. Otherwise, I mean, you know, if the injury bug does really hit and you still have those prospects, you you try to make a deal midseason, maybe if 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 those guys don't seem to have it this year. So I don't know. I so I got nothing against. We have nothing against chance, but it's like it seems like an unnecessary risk. Is that how we want to phrase it? Yeah. To, to roll with him as the sixth? Yeah. Yeah. All right, next voicemail. John Boy, Kirby here. A lot going on. It's been a great offseason. Obviously, we're feeling good. Everybody's talking about Judge and Stan. The heart of this team, the most important player on this team is Gary Sanchez because of what he can do offensively, the guys he can throw out from catcher. This dude is going to be special. People bitch at him about his defense. He's going to be fine. He is still the most important bat on this team. As he goes, the team will go. They will go far. Team Gary. See ya. That was Kirby. Team Gary. Kirby's a fun name. Is that a first name? Yeah. Is I, it? The, is it? Georgia, Georgia head coach is Kirby Smart. I, I don't know. Is it a nickname for another name? He's going to be my jumping point, and his name is Kirby Smart. And that's just, so, there's, it's not a nickname. Kirby is just a straight up birth name. Yeah. That is, I mean, I mean, I like the name, but it's the closest to strictly a pet name for a human, like Kirby. That sounds like a pet. I, the video game kind of did that name dirty over time a little bit, I think. But I kind of like it. I like it's fun. It's a, yeah, sure. Okay, um, let's find out what Kirby name means. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what, what Gary man? L Gary. I got the hat on. They're for sale. Some people already bought them. The first I'll shipment came in, and they were just not 
right? Like, no, this is what the hat's supposed to look like. We sent you pictures. So we sent those back. We have a new shipment coming in. If you ordered, they'll be sent out soon. There's only 100. We go to spring training. I'm going to find El Gary and put an El Gary hat on him. And then we're going to Instagram that. And these 100 are going to sell like that. So if you want an El Gary hat, be an exclusive El Gary fan club. I'm head of so many fan clubs. It's wonderful. The, the only thing that I think we believe in is that Gary Sanchez will have an El Gary hat on at Yankee spring training this year. Gary power bat. I mean, yeah, he's true. Gary needs to work on his defense. Everyone knows that. Did you hear there was reports that they think Joe was too easy on Gary? Like in the minors, they were constantly on him to work on defense and Joe let it slide. And they were upset. And Boone said his number one priority is to build a relationship with Gary. If I'm Gary, I'm I'm kind of hearing all this and going like, yo, fuck you guys. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not a child. Yeah, I am I, a grown man. I have two children. It's it's all noise. Yeah, I agree. Also, Joe Girardi didn't – that's a tough spot. I know he's the manager, but like Gary's a professional player. so. And you want to know – if those rumors are true, you want to know why – he gave Gary Sanchez more leeway because he hit 33 home runs in 122 games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give that guy some leeway. I don't know. It, it got a little overblown. I don't get me wrong. At times it was pretty tough and at times it was on him, but there were also new pitchers. And I mean, the thing that worries you is I'm such a big believer in like, I don't know if it's the first 10 games in baseball or whatever you want it to be, but like that's going to be a huge storyline to start the Yankee season. And like, if Gary has a couple good games, I think wash your hands and just enjoy it. If he has two pass balls or like a game losing pass ball or something like that, be going, Oh, the Yankees, you know, they're, they're a team with three DHs on their team. Gary can't play catcher, you know? So I, I don't know. You just, it's, it's not like he's not going to put in the work. Like, what do we think is going to happen? Like, Gary Sanchez isn't going to practice playing catcher all offseason? Like, ah, <laughs> screw you guys. I think I got this thing on lock. I was great last year. Yeah, no I'm practice fantastic. needed. No, I mean, he'll work on it. He'll get better. And if he doesn't, I'll worry about it then. Kirby is right. Kirby is also a German name that means settlement by a church. No full name for it. A lot of people asking on Google, why isn't there a full name for Kirby? Because it. Nah. Thanks for calling Kirby. Sorry if you're offended by me asking questions about your name. I like your name. I'm just interested in the origin and why. Whatever. And I know, Gary, I, I, Team I, L. Gary. I know we're down a fun origin path, but I'm, I'm going to hit him with some stats. You, you like that? About the name Kirby? No. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> Gary Sanchez, this guy we're complaining about in so many different ways. All-star last year, obviously. Uh, finished 22nd in the AL MVP voting last year. I know that's nice. not, not much, but the 22nd best baseball player <laughs> in 14-team uh, league or whatever the AL is now. Don't think that was 15. right. 15. That's so 15. much. It's a round number. And he won the Silver Slugger, obviously. Again, 122 games. So this dude's coming into his age 25 season. Again, on baseball reference, his 162-game average up to this point. And again, he should be improving. This is going to be his, his third full season, if that. He played 
53 games, two games in 2015, 53 games in 2016, 122 games in 2017. His 162 game average is 283, 353 OBP, 49 homers, and 121 RBIs. That's good. That's very good. So, again, if we have him for 130 games, I mean, even. Even 140. This this dude's very special and gets overlooked. So I don't know. I he's he's gonna do his thing either way. It's just God. We we just need to dodge that storyline altogether and hope that there's two picks in the first yeah. week that he picks up and throws out a runner or something like that. Exactly. But, You're good. The first the first week we need Gary to have no pass balls and it just dies but it won't die because people still think Tanaka is a injury risk and he's played two and a half seasons without an injury but that Tommy John's right around the corner yeah we we just need the there's going to be a storyline so let's just hope the storyline is well Gary put in the time this offseason and now he looks really good behind the dish Honus Wagner played for <laughs> peanuts <laughs> literally <laughs> Peanuts. Honus Wagner would win the MVP in both leagues this year. What? <laughs> right, thanks, guys. thanks for the jerseys, bro. They're great. Also, how come no one's signing Jake Arietta? How come no one's signing Jake Arietta, Jake? <laughs> Hi. Uh, on behalf of the Jakes. Well, it's it's I think we've got a pretty good perfect storm brewing, which I, I can't wait to see how it, it winds up, but you know, it used to be the free agency scoop, super contract, Scott Boris, all of it. And now Arietta, who, I mean, was light out two years ago, 22 and 6, 177 ERA, just absolutely untouchable. Cy Young. The next year, he kind of takes a step back, 18 and 8, 3 1 ERA. We appreciate you, Jake. Great season still. So last year, his age 31 season, his ERAs have gone 177 to 3.1 to 3.53 with less innings, less strikeouts. And I think the advanced stats are saying gnarly things about velocity, this, that, and the other. And Scott Boris is still going in, Cy Young, this, that, and the other. He went into the, what was it, winter meetings with a a 78-page binder about Arietta or something. $100 $100 million contract, he's not getting it. You know um, what I really don't get? Why does Boris have to do that? He's not a used car. It's Jake Arietta. Everyone has seen him pitch. Everyone knows his stats. What could Scott Boris's 70-page binder upselling Jake Arietta tell someone? that does, does some intern for the Yankees, like, okay, here's Boris's binder on Arietta. What's it say? And then he just opens it up and it's like baseballreference.com on a piece of paper. I don't understand what, like, like the, the fact that they, are, it got released. Someone, so, one, one got released about a player in the past and why, how Boris was pitching it. And it is really weird to me. Yeah. It's, it's a little desperate almost. Why do you have to sell them? Like you're saying, that's seemingly a problem. What's on page 61 of the please sign Jake Arietta binder? Yeah, I I don't know. But now you have me so fascinated because now I'm thinking if you and me made the binder, like there'd be like just weird pages. Like Jake Arietta loves to cook a nice yeah. turkey dish. 
super nice to the clubhouse attendant. We had this one kid. He was 14 years old. First heartbreak. Girlfriend dumped him. Middle of the season. This kid came into the clubhouse heartbroken, moping around. Jake Arietta took him under his shoulder. He said, love hurts sometimes, buddy, but you'll get through this. <laughs> Sign this man. Like, what do you... Honestly, what? I'm hoping there's at least a little bit of that, but... <laughs> I don't know, dude. It you would probably look. I I have to assume it's all advanced stats and crap like that. Boring. But again, it should be advanced stats that these teams have. I mean, honestly, right now, God, he's thirty-one, coming off of two seasons where he's gotten worse. Like this is, I think, free agency's changed forever. I I could see him getting like a three-year, hundred million dollar deal, something like that. You're still gonna pay for him are gonna give him much and at at the other end of the spectrum maybe he gets a five-year thing that's extremely incentive laden maybe those become the new sheet contracts and that's the best way for players to get their money but yeah it's um i don't know it's it's becoming a big game of chicken right now and either some team is gonna clean up with like one-year deals and like (laughs) Throw, throw Arietta, Darvish, like one-year bet-on-yourself deals to get the huge deal. I, I don't know. I don't think it'll come down to that, the one-year bet-on-yourself for you or Arietta. But it's taking so long that if you told me one of these guys is going to get so overlooked that Cashman's going to realize the value, the whole market's not paying for them. It's kind of like all the owners and GMs got together like, let's not overpay for these starting pitchers. Let's play fair. We're just going to all lower ball, low ball them, low ball them, low ball them. Whoever they get, this is where, and then Cashman's going to like exit out of that group chat and realize, okay, I'll just sign him for this much because you guys are all not signing. I'll feed the masses with something like this because it's, it's just a new mindset in baseball. You need the young guys who aren't getting paid a lot to have kind of a good franchise with the luxury tax and this, that, and the other. The only name that jumps out as a GM that still likes to really pay guys is the gentleman in Boston, Dombrowski, who drove the Tigers into the ground. These guys end up staying on the market for this long. I, The Red Sox are a pitcher short, I think. Or maybe that's my blind opinion looking at the roster. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's their cr- shot across the bow or whatever it may be, and they, they throw Darvish or Arietta some money, something like that. I got a fun um, storyline for 2018. Know. Sure. It's going to continue. Chris Sale cannot beat the Yankees. Four starts last year, didn't get one win. Pitched, pitched amazing. <laughs> like, pitched really well. Yeah. Fucking dominated us, but just didn't get the win. So, that's a good storyline that's going to continue. All right, next uh, next voicemail. Why isn't Jake Area getting signed? I think the market's going slow, and they are, no one wants to be overpaying long contracts right now. And uh, the players are like, hey, but we like those. Next voice. We like getting paid. Hey guys, uh, big fan of the show. Wondering, what do you think about the Josh Harrison trade? Bye. <laughs> that was a that was a cute bye. Bye. Short and sweet. I like it. Yeah, I like the short and sweetness of it. Uh, Josh Harrison. Josh Harrison is it to me in my brain. When you say Josh Harrison, I think of him the same way I used to think of Martin Prado because I've been drafting those guys in fantasy baseball as my super utility. They play all, you can slot them wherever in the infield, which makes me like them. But Josh Harrison trade. I don't know if I do. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd waste a, a top 
prospect on just Harrison, if it was Cole and Harrison, then I'm like, yeah, awesome, bring him over. I don't know what potential trades, and I hate making up. I hate. I like when people give me trades, and I get to then think about them. But I don't like when people say, "What trade would you do for Josh Harrison?" I'm like, I don't. Not interested in so doing that's, that. That's that's the thing that I don't know the full the full ramifications on because I fun uh, player page to go on actually. Um, and he, he kind of would be that perfect fit that we've talked about the, the second base, third base utility. Um, <clears throat> and by the way, this dude was an all-star last year. <laughs> so this is, um, I always feel like I say this too much, but I, I don't know. It's, it's starting to get a little too Yankee universe. Like, oh yeah. Throw in Josh Harrison. Okay. The, the casual all-star <laughs> second baseman, third baseman would be a great fit on the team. Yeah. Add that uh, guy. The, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Um, you know what? Throw in, go see, get signed Darvish and Arietta. No, I um. Here's the part that I don't know, um, value wise. He's he's on the books the next three years for uh, ten million, ten million, eleven million. I don't know if he's an upsell in that trade. I don't know if he's a downsell. Like I I don't know if the Pirates are looking to shed that much cap. Like. When they start talking about the coal rumors, this, that, and the other, I I just don't know where he lands or, like, if it's two totally separate entities, you know? He'd be a great fit, but, like, I, I don't know. I Yeah. I If, yeah, if, you, if we trade for Josh Harrison, cool. He fits. We, we, we could use him. If we don't, we'll figure something else out. A lot of this comes yeah. down to us as fans. In cash, we trust. In cash, we trust. And the other thing, I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to shy away from full-out super team. Like, right now, the storylines going into next year won't be Yanks are a super team. It'll be, like, the Yanks are – the Yanks have these monsters on their team and can mash. Will, will that take them to the next level? If we bring in either Josh Harrison, who was an all-star this year, or a Garrett Cole or Fulmer, then the super team rumors get started. And just a reminder, last year for the Boston Red Sox, state of MLB when they signed David Price and look how that worked for them. So I'm just trying to shy away from that. Cool. I agree. We have one last question, but first I want to say, did you see the CC incentives? Did you see the, how that worked out for him? I did. I did. That was pretty nice. Pretty cool. Pretty good. I mean, I think, I think it's likely he gets 165 innings, right? Unless he dies. Yeah, I mean, we you definitely hope so. <laughs> you know, let's see. I mean, he how many innings did he have last year? He had bum 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 two million innings. No, he had he he had one forty eight innings last year, and again, twenty seven starts was fairly healthy. So I don't know. That's one eighty five. Like at this point for CC's career would be a lot. So I don't know. Like we want him to. He wants to. Sorry, man. I'm looking up. <clears throat> I'm looking up the meaning of your name right now, which is fun. No, it's uh, <coughs> it's just a, it's just a. Your name sucks. It's just a, it's just a pet name for Jack. People call me Jack a lot and think that's okay. That's not okay. You can't do that. It's like if someone called me Tim. You know, I hate the name Tim. I think it's the most loser, lame name ever. And I think Jimmy is the cool version of it. Tim sounds rigid, and Jimmy is all like zh, loose. Dude, Tim, Timmy, Jim, Jimmy. You can't compare Tim and Jimmy. It's Tim and Jim or Timmy and Jimmy. Okay, well, same thing. The T is rigid and the Sh 
is nice I and fun. I think you're biased. <laughs> when I moved to Australia, they I was eight years old. The moving company wrote Tim on all my boxes, and I they left, and then I turned all the T's into J's. Hated the name Tim ever since. Some rooted stuff. All right. <clears throat> this next voicemail, and then we'll – that's the end of the show. Yep. What is your prediction for the batting order on opening day? All right. There you go. That's, that's, that is uh, short and sweet. I don't know who – who left that voicemail? Good, good. I, I, I at the beginning of the offseason, I said we were going to end every show with our lineup prediction for opening day because it keep rotating as trades happen. Because Headley would have been in mine two weeks ago, right. a month ago. Here's mine, and I haven't thought about this. I didn't prepare. Gardner leads off. Judge. Check, check. Stanton. I think they're going to stack those dudes. Agree. Bird. Yeah. Fourth. To start. Because you can't stack all three righties. Gary, fifth. Didi, sixth. Hicks, seven. Yep. I think Torres is going to be starting. Or Wade. As of now. As well, Glaber should will be there April seventeenth, whenever the, whenever right. he can come. But Torres, no, okay. So then Josh Harrison, and then uh, wait, bam, <laughs> Josh, Josh Harrison. <laughs> it's someone not on the team right now is going to be in the opening day lineup. So I've got. I'd say the only. <laughs> I was going to say the only interesting part, and then I thought that sounded rude, but. I think the only thing in that top six that's an open discussion would be flipping CC and Bird. Just with what CC with or CC DD, excuse me. With what DD did last year, I don't know. I I think we definitely have our, our optimist hats on, but Bird started last know? year as the three hole hitter. Right. Right, right, right. And I DD batted cleanup a lot last year. So I I don't know. I, I, I could see opening day them having that flipped and kind of putting it on bird to earn his spot. But yeah, other, otherwise, man, that top, that top six is going to be fun. Yeah. And Seven then, if you Yeah, give me um, – Yeah, give, give me Hicksy, and then we uh, – I, I don't know. We'll, we'll sneak we'll, – we'll sneak Josh Harrison into a trade, and then we'll sneak – Joey Gallo from the Texas Rangers, and we'll 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 get another batter to bat too. We'll use ten batters. Revolutionize the game. I like it. Would Jake means he grasps the heel. Loser. Come on. That's tough. That's tough name meaning. Dog's name. He grasps the heel. All right, that is it. Do we have anything else we want to say? I don't think so. I I guess the other thing. And you do your rate, reply, review, that kind of stuff. I don't know. We've, we've been spitting other ideas. I mean, we're we're going to absolutely crush the spring training stuff this year. Give give us any ideas for that. Any other things you guys want to see in the offseason? I know one of the things I bounced off, Jimmy was kind of doing a, uh, you know, player expectations. I love that kind of stuff. A worst case, a best case, where we think they actually land kind of situation. I, I would love doing something like that. I, I think you guys would be interested in that kind of stuff. But, yeah, any – any suggestions? We're open to it. Again, we um, when the season comes, we're we're going to be going twice a week. Hell, we um, 
I, I think we'd we'd love to be doing what we can twice a week during during the off season. But like we said, there's <laughs> going to be it gets tough. There's, there's going to be a lot going on uh, in the future of talking Yanks, all aspects of it. But I'll give those updates later when it's cemented and finalized. But it should the, be the fun. Jor- the- the Georgia Bulldogs just won. They're going to the championship led by coach Kirby Smart. So big day for the Kirbys. Big day for the Kirbys. And Kirby Puckett passed away today. Mm. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen that anywhere. So I don't know if that's true or not. Could be, but it would be wild if it was. Is he already dead? He's already dead? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's passed away a while ago. Okay. Still a lot of Kirby talk. Anyway... Rate, what, did you, what is the spiel? I should, I should have this down. Rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe. If you listen on YouTube, if you watch live, there's a handful of watching live. That's awesome. Appreciate it. If you watch these on YouTube solely, that's awesome. I love it. But just go into your phone, subscribe, because those numbers matter a lot more than YouTube numbers. And so it helps us out. So that, that that's nice. Subscribe, rate, review. Appreciate you it. guys are awesome. Uh, hopefully, we have some news. Otherwise, we'll we'll try to think of some fun. Keep the voicemails coming. Spring training tips, advice, wants, what we should try. We want to. I am getting so into this spring training. I'm gonna give Jake like an itinerary of a schedule, and he's gonna be so mad at me about it. Yeah, it's a little scary. A little scary. It'll be fun. All right. Oh, and my grandma. I got her a shirt for Christmas that said. Tell him, Grandma, and then a picture of both of us doing the podcast together and go Yankees. And when she got it, she said, you know, you forgot to say it a couple of podcasts ago. She called me out. So, wow. With that, thanks for listening. See you guys later. Tell him, Grandma. Go Yankees.